Welcome to Hashtime with Nabuguzi Chiwanuka. My goal is to help you unravel social constructs, discuss self-development in line with mental health and everything in between that directly and indirectly affects us in the millennial world around us. What do you get from this? Living a healthy and purposeful life that encourages you to set your eyes on your wildest goals. I am your host, Nabuguzi Chiwanuka, a lawyer, founder, stroke team lead of Equate Foundation, a lover of conversations and a professional unraveler of social constructs. I am so excited to welcome you to the new season of this podcast. If you're hearing my voice for the first time, welcome to this podcast. And if you're a return subscriber, ah, man, welcome back to yet another season of insightful and unraveling conversations. Last season was a bang. I came as an amateur, very unsure of how I was going to serve you, but I did it anyway. And by the time the year came to a close, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to call myself a pro, but I think I'm yet to get there, inshallah. 13 episodes were published, and in these were different conversations ranging from how to set New Year goals. And this is in episode one. In this episode, I emphasize the need to increase emotional intelligence. And this proved to be a major necessity for us to survive the gauntlet 2020 wars. Much as we survived the all things tabular 2020, emotional intelligence is a skill I'll still emphasize in this year and for the rest of my life. And from this year on, you may have to call me emotional intelligence, mama. I'm serious, I really am. And yes, we shall have dialogues on this crucial subject in detail. The core subject last season was mental health. And again, because it was 2020, no one left without their mental health checked. As a psycho that I can be sometimes, I was a little bit happy that those who dismissed the magnitude and relevance of mental health reported emotional exhaustion in two weeks of the lockdown. I swear, I'm sorry to say this, but this was like a win for me because I was like, thank God someone knows that mental health is important. It was a dream come true that we all came to a realization on how crucial mental health is in our society. With the help of some psychologists, Linda Nakalawa and Hazel Muro, minds were reached, people were helped, and some found healing. I can't thank these professionals enough. I guess the good part of 2020 was that I met these cool people. Bless their souls. The other people doing cool things in life grace this podcast with such great insights on how they unravel social constructs. Shout out to you, Jennifer Nyakwera, Bienzi Kabumba, and Mirembe Musisi. So as 2020 rolled by, most of the days turned out gut-wrenching. Hope was lost, jobs were lost, families broke, and this made it possibly the busiest year for mental health professionals and activists. If you rolled with this podcast last year, you realize I took an abrupt recess. While I was busy reaching out to everyone I called, I forgot to reach out to myself. And two people made me realize this. Alice and Dora, you ladies made it clear that I was about to start pouring myself to the world from an empty cup. 
Thank you so much for enabling me to take some steps back. See, when I was about the age of 10, I took on the life of a gardener when I joined a Catholic movement called the Exeverians. They're like girl guides or scouts, but under the Catholic Church. Now let me tell you what we were taught in that movement. If there be anything to live by as an Exeverian, I was expected to love my community first. Second in place was my neighbor, and by my neighbor, they meant everyone else around me. And third in place was myself. Basically, I was supposed to be at the bottom, right? If, 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 if anything related to caring about yourself, it, it had to be the least thing to think about. It was first community, your neighbor, and then yourself at the bottom. So at the age of 10, I took it upon myself to carry the wellness of the world on my little shoulders. I tended people's lives like a gardener would her garden. I did it religiously until I did not know what it was like to love myself. This happened in 2004 and in 2014 I experienced my second version of rock bottom. We'll get into those details this year about my rock bottoms. And while I was processing this excruciating pain, I told myself that I mattered. Yeah. It was the first time I say those words to myself and I didn't even know what they meant. Like, <laughs> like you get to hear all these things from someone else. You believe you matter because they say them. But then it gets to say to saying these things to yourself and they're very foreign. You don't even know what it means. So this is the space I was in. Like, I was a little bit confused when I say these things to myself. It was like a child eating food for the first time, figuring out what the new journey in growth feels like. I say those words to myself until I learned what it meant for me to matter. I said the words until they got engrossed in my subconscious and this took me close to three years. Yes, 2017 is when I started stepping into the better version of myself. Again, the waters were murky. They still are. I mean, from September to November, my mental, last, that's last year, my mental health was like a pendulum, endlessly swinging between healthy and unhealthy, healthy and unhealthy. Dick, dog, dick, dog. Hi! Ah, 2020. So in September, while I was doing an assessment of my of my mental health, yeah, I got bogged down in details. I found, yeah, I ended up crumbling. I dug up stuff I didn't know existed. <laughs> I dug up stuff. I found stuff I didn't know existed. Or maybe I knew, but I was so good at suppressing them that I forgot about them. When I did a rollback on my mental health progress, it hit me that I'd been placed with a psychiatrist when I was about 15. Like, it was a shocker because I was like, wait, what? Wait, what? wait, wait, what, what, what was going on? These guys didn't say anything about my mental health, but I knew she was a psychiatrist and she was mean. Ha! Huh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> she was mean, but I only noticed her meanness 
in this moment of recollection. So the pain that I was supposed to feel 12 years ago bubbled up in September last year. Terrible moment it was for me, but thanks to Hazer and Michelle of Mindful Conversations, I got placed with a therapist and you guys, it was an achievement for me to cry in front of someone like, what? <laughs> it felt good. I, I couldn't believe I was crying before someone and my tears were rolling down uncontrollably and she was just acknowledging my pain. Yo, you guys. I, I didn't know what it felt like for me to listen to you guys, but <laughs> okay, that's silly. To be on a serious note, I didn't know what it felt like to be there for someone. I knew people needed, I always do it, but when I had this moment with a therapist last year, <sighs> it was so good. Like. I don't even know how to explain it. I wept all the heart. I wept I, I, I wept all the heart out. I suffered from possibly the age of five to my twenties. I felt like I underwent some sort of cleansing. We need to normalize therapy. I can't say this enough. We need to normalize therapy. The other surprise I do I say I made myself? Do they make surprises? I'll make you a surprise. The other way, let me say, the other way I surprised myself was me taking a break off social media. I mean, <laughs> while at campus, Eunice, a friend of mine mentioned that the day she'll get to know that I'm in trouble is when I'm off social media for 12 hours. I was I've, I've been an addict since since I got to holding a phone I've been an addict of those gadgets I couldn't live without them but last year I took a break from social media and oh, you guys that break was the most peaceful moment in 2020 there was no propaganda flying around there was no hate speech despite the turbulence in the world it felt more peaceful without social media. I mean, you don't see all these things, uh, the false news causing anxiety, and then you have to fight people about sharing false news. That week, ah, Jesus, <laughs> the week was really good. I, we, need to, we need to take that into practice. We need to have a break of social media. I, I hope and I would love to hear from different people's experiences about their breaks. So, for you all that subscribed to this podcast in 2020, you noticed that I took an abrupt break. I just talked about it. It was for me to refuel, to do the things I advocate for, to love myself while I love you, and finally to serve you from my cup's overflow. I mean, these are things I was preaching through the year. And I just wasn't putting them into practice. What's this song? If you practice what you preach, would you turn the other cheek? Yeah, so it was time for me to turn the other cheek, you know, help myself while I helped you guys. So what's changed this season? 
nothing much except for bringing you more conversations society is silent about and interviews with cool people doing cool things and because i took an abrupt recess on you guys mm, as an apology mm. <laughs> we shall have episodes published weekly throughout the month this month of february make sure you're subscribed in the podcast platform of your choice so that you don't miss out on any of the episodes and as the episodes come about feel free to share your insights about what connected with you and live for these conversations like i don't want it to be a monologue like do share your insights on what connected with you from the published conversations on social media we are hashtag with on facebook and instagram and on twitter our handle is at htnk podcast catch you on the next episode